Welcome to the Marketing Trust Podcast. I am your host, Adam Buchanan. I believe trust must exist before a transaction can take place. I give marketers the tools they need to infuse more trust in their marketing to help grow their business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Marketing Trust Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Buchanan. I'm excited to be here with you today. Thank you for downloading this episode and previous episodes and for subscribing. It means the world to me. I'm glad you are here. Just for those that are new to the podcast, this podcast is all about marketing trust, which is by definition a way to infuse more ways for your customers to believe in you and your business to then grow your business and for more people to trust that they can buy from you. If you're new to the podcast, you're welcome to listen to episode one to get more of an intro of the podcast and get up to speed on who I am and what I'm up to. Before we dive in today, I want to share a few events that I'll be at over the next month or so. First, Social Media Marketing World. If you have not been to this event, it's in San Diego. It's happening February 28th through March 2nd, coming up quickly. I'm excited to attend this event. If you haven't been before, it's really, really good. They cover a lot of broad topics, not just social media, but content and you know, what What are the things that you need to know to really make your business impactful online? If you're going to be there, watch for me in the red glasses. Pretty easy to point out. I will probably have honey sticks there. No, I know I will. So ask me for some honey from my backyard beehives. I'm also excited to work with IBM for their Think event. It's Think 2018 happening in Las Vegas, March 19th through 22nd. There I'll be doing live updates, interviewing IBM executives, and be talking all things Watson Marketing, and checking out all the cool stuff they're up to. I'll also be collaborating with my good friends at Convince and Convert. We're going to be doing live updates from their account as well. If you're not following Convince and Convert, follow them on Twitter. It's at Convince. Easy to remember. They are awesome. Jay Bear is the president over there and one of my long-time good friends. So watch for that happening March 19th to the 22nd. I'm excited to join IBM and uh, check out that event. If you're going to be at that event, definitely let me know. Love to connect. And then down the road a little bit, April 17th, I'll be in Madison, Wisconsin. It's going to be my first time there, and I'll be speaking at American Family Insurance at their Dream Bank Business Accelerator Series. And I'll be talking all about influencer marketing. I'll be including links to those events in the show notes. Let's check those out. And the influencer event uh, with American Family Insurance, they're going to be streaming that live as well. So you're welcome to join there. For today's episode, I'm talking about one of my favorite topics. and And let me just tell you, if I ever say something is my favorite topic, I have a lot of favorite topics. Everything I share on here are my favorite topics. So I'm never going to share something that's not my favorite topic. But today's topic is customer service. Through customer service, I believe you can increase more marketing trust with your customers. And today I'm going to talk about things that you can start doing this week in your business to make you more impactful. Before we dive in, I want to talk about a trusted brand. Every episode, I talk about a trusted brand that I believe is doing a good job in marketing and building marketing trust. This brand 
is one that I firmly believe in and I've been a customer of for a very, very long time is Quicken Loans. I want to talk about an exchange that I personally had with him when I did a refinance. What happened was I woke up in the morning and it was kind of an odd event. I woke up and I said, you know what? I'm going to look into refinancing my mortgage. I'm just, you know, going to call in and ask some questions. Called in probably 8, 8.30 in the morning and started the process. And they were great. I love Quicken, by the way. And just like their name, they vow to be quick. And they are. And so after I got off the phone with him, I posted a tweet. I think it was about 9 a.m. And I said, man, I love Quicken Loans. They're the best. Just started a process for a refi. And, you know, they're, they're just awesome. Within minutes, they responded to my tweet. And they said, wow, thanks for sharing the love. That's awesome. You're, you're great, you know. And then I get an email from a person on the social media team. And they said, wow, you know, we really appreciate you uh, recommending us. I saw that you're starting the paperwork for a refi. Just want to let you know, I'm going to be following this along and make sure it gets pushed through. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. Like, it's super personal. Didn't have to do that. I mean, I I expect it's going to be done, but it was nice to have that little added, you know, uh, just that was that was just really cool what they what they said. I get all my paperwork same day, about four o'clock. I get everything over to them. And I sent another tweet. I said, you know, I'm just so impressed with this company. I just talked to them today. Already, we're so far along in the process. I'm just, you know, really grateful for Quicken Loans. That was around 4.30 or 5 in the afternoon now. Of course, they respond quickly to my tweet. And then I get a phone call from someone on the, so- the social media team. And they said, wow, you know, really appreciate you sharing the love. This is awesome. Just want to let you know things are looking good on our end. We have everything we need. Just want to check in, let you know that, you know, we're good. If you have any questions, I'm going to be sending you an email to also let me know, you know, what else you need for this. I was so impressed. I mean, it was just that little added, you know, effort that they took the time to uh, to offer something that was just a little special. Let them know that, that they care. Now, I just want to pause for a minute. Think about the word of mouth opportunity for someone like a mortgage company. Now, if you're listening, you may not be working for a mortgage company. You you may not be in that business. But think about the opportunity for them, for me to talk about their business, for potentially just one customer signing up to run their mortgage through Quicken Loans. It's a pretty big impact. And that's one thing you want to think about as you really hone in on your customer service. Look for these opportunities, but also think about what are they worth? And truthfully, they're worth a lot. And so that's what Quicken Loans gets. And that's what a lot of cust- a lot of companies understand too, as they are putting more resources and more efforts in their customer service. So Quicken Loans had some nice exchanges, some tweets, and we're going back and forth. About a week or two later, I get a gift box, a little gift basket in the mail. And it was pretty big. Like, it was pretty substantial. Had a handwritten note, said, hey, Adam, really excited to be working on this refinance with you. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Here's some food from all these local businesses here in Detroit where we're based out of. Hope you enjoy it. You know, let us know if you have any questions. You rock. 
And again, it was just something more that I could talk about with them. I mean, I already liked them. I liked them before they even responded to my email or responded to my tweet or called me back. But now I like like them even more. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about things that you can do in your customer service similar to Quicken Loans to make your business more impactful and to really build marketing trust with your customers because that is what this is all about. When I say customer service, take a moment and just think what comes to mind? What emotions? What words? I actually posted this in the Marketing Trust Podcast Facebook group, which you should absolutely join if you haven't already. Go to Facebook and type in Marketing Trust Podcast. You can join in on some of the fun behind the scenes stuff. But I posted this and a few people shared actually very varied responses. Good friend Lynn Johnson says, makes me think of empathy, community, kindness, impeccable attention to detail and follow through. I think in an ideal world, you know, that's what we want customer service to be. Richie Norton disagrees. He says, I think of hate, the people on the phone that keep me for hours and hours and never have any answers. Paul Reen, my good friend says, what I hope for with customer service is someone who can help me make things right. I love when I find a rep that it's real, easy, accessible, and have been empowered to help me. I love that. Then my good friend Sean Perry over at Teton Sports, one of my favorite outdoor brands, he says, simply whole company focus. So quite a few different responses. Think about what you're thinking of when you think of customer service. Send me a note at adam at adamcbuchanan.com and let me know what your response was. Here's the thing. There's a lot of perceptions of customer service. And I think in my career over the years, as I've worked in businesses, there's, there's just different perceptions. It's like, oh, yeah, that's the thing we have to do. Those are the emails. Those are the phone calls that come in. But what I want to propose is that we think of customer service differently. Let me ask you this. Where else do you get this type of attention from somebody who reaches out to your company? Think about it. A customer calls in, they send you a tweet, they send you an email. They are giving you their undivided attention and opportunity to interact with them. At no other touch points in a company does that happen. I've never been at a company where the accounting team has their phone ringing off the hook from customers calling in. Well, maybe it depends on the business, but I've never been in a company like that where customers just want to talk to accounting and and have some back and forth. Never been in a company where, you know, other departments like IT are getting customer phone calls and they can have that back and forth. Customer service is such a critical touch point and such a critical department in a business that I want to make sure you understand that this is a huge opportunity for you. Think about the last time you called your cell phone carrier and called in and said, hey, I've got a question, I've got a problem, I've got a complaint, I've got, you know, whatever it is. Notice when cell phone companies, their customer service, they will take the time to look at your entire profile, your account. So you could call in and say, hey, you know, I want to pay my bill or I I want to check on my data. Say, yeah, let me look into that for you. Oh, I also noticed, and I hear this all the time. Oh, I also noticed you've been with us for many years. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. We really appreciate that. I also noticed uh, you're on the iPhone 6. 
looks like you're up for an upgrade for the iPhone 8. And they, they kind of insert things that just kind of are looking out for you. Now, right, wrong, or indifferent, I really appreciate that. And I think that actually in some ways does build marketing trust with the customer because in a sense, that rep has a broader scope and more thoughtfulness of what they initially had talked about, which they're going to take care of. But take those opportunities because you have the undivided attention of that customer. And I'm not just talking about upselling. I'm not just talking about, oh, okay, let's, let's get them the bigger and better. What else can you talk to them about? Now, customer service contact center managers are probably going to not like me for saying this because this creates longer wait times, longer phone calls. Roll with me on this because this is what is going to change word of mouth for your company. So for this episode, came up with four main things on what you can do with your customer service and how to increase more marketing trust with your customers. First, I would challenge you to change the perception of customer care at your company. If it's awesome and everything's going great, awesome. But in a lot of organizations I've worked with and my clients, customer service, there's a lot of room to grow. There's a lot of opportunity there. Make sure to sit down with key players, executives, talk about how customer service isn't a chance just to take care of people when they're mad. It's an opportunity for sales. It's an opportunity for brand awareness. It's an opportunity to create special experiences similar to what I've shared with, with Quicken Loans, for people to talk about you with simple exchanges of phone, email, and social. So first off, try to have a sit down, try to look at the current approach and think about how you have opportunities to grow. And at the end of this, I'm going to share a tool with you that can help you with that. Next, give customers a reason to talk about you to their friends. I think sometimes we just go through the motions, we check the box, we take care of people. And if we surprise and delight, similar to Quicken Loans, this can be amazing and really grow the word of mouth for your business. Now, I know this is scary. And a lot of my clients always ask me, well, how do I do stuff like Quicken Loans does? Or how do I even scale these efforts? People ask me that all the time and they're super scared about it. Let me give you a story. Let me give you a little analogy here. Think about this. Imagine you're at a giant harbor and it's lined up with thousands of other business owners. And all these business owners are sitting there. Nike's there, Apple, Amazon, the little sandwich shop that you go to in your hometown, Wendy's, uh, the, the mechanic shop, big and small and massive. Every company is there, okay? We're all standing on this harbor. At the harbor, every single business is offered a little tiny boat, a dinghy, okay? <laughs> and this boat can only fit a few people. And the idea here is, hey, we're giving you this boat and we want you to go sail out into the sea. And this is scary for a lot of people, right? Some businesses think they can handle it. So they're like, okay, this boat only fits two or three people. Let's do it. Let's set sail. We're going to figure this out as we go along. And so that's what they do. They set sail in their little dinghy, but there are few people and they leave the harbor and they go out into the sea and they battle through storms and, and they go see other places. 
Some businesses are too scared. They look at the dinghy and say, well, I don't know if I like that paint color. I wonder if we can get that changed. And I'm not sure if that sail is big enough. Uh, you know, let's, let's check on these life jackets. I'm not sure, you know, if they're going to work for us. Does this thing even come with an instruction manual? You know, is it even going to survive a storm? You know, I'm not even going to set foot in this thing until we go back. Let's go have a meeting and let's strategize how to make this dinghy work for us. Let's go build some roadmaps. Let's analyze how we can be the most successful. Then you have some businesses who don't leave on the dinghy because it's not a beautiful yacht. It's not a sailboat. It's not this big, beautiful, you know, vessel, right? It's not, it's, they're way above that. So they hold out and they wait for someone to bring them a sailboat or something more fancy. Well, everyone has picked apart, you know, their dinghy and all of this. The other company that originally left, they've been to so many different places and they've been to different harbors and they have done just amazing things. And so while everyone has sat and scared to leave these other companies that have ventured on, they've traded up their small dinghy and they've traded up to a bigger boat, a sailboat. And that sailboat brings on more crew members and then they grow out of the sailboat and that turns into a yacht. And then they bring on a staff to feed them shrimp. And they do all these bigger things and they're bigger and bigger and bigger. And the next thing you know, they've turned that little small dinghy, that little teeny vessel. They only started with two or three people. And they've turned that thing into a cruise ship. And years later, that cruise ship rolls into the original harbor. And everyone is still standing there. Still worried about their, their little tiny boat. They're not sure if it's good enough. Think about that. I know it's scary. I know what I'm talking about is freaks people out. But man, I got to tell you, jump in that dinghy, <laughs> jump in that little boat and just go try. Go try to learn how to do this. And I promise as you make impactful efforts to increase marketing trust, people are going to talk about it. They're going to realize that this is something special that you're offering them and that you're worth trusting. Number three, the next thing I want to talk about is collaborating with key partners in the organization to expand efforts and customer care. Look for ways to bridge gaps. Look for ways between de departments that you can work together. So many times that I've worked with clients and companies I've worked for, when you collaborate and you come together, there can be so much that comes of that and so many efficiencies where a lot of different departments can benefit of centering efforts around customer service. The fourth thing I want to share with you, and this is a tool that I'm going to give away to a few folks that want to email me, take inventory of all your customer care touch points at your organization. Just do a little mini audit. I've got a template that I use. If you want, to, if you want this template, you want this matrix, feel free to uh, send me an email at adam at adamcbuchanan.com. Put the subject line red glasses so I know what you're asking about, and I'll be happy to give that to you. This is just a, a way to kind of analyze everything you've got and, and rank them and, and understand what are all the different ways that customers can um, contact you and, and what are ways to improve. All right. So 
That is what I wanted to share today about customer service. Now we are moving on to trust topics. Trust Topics is a way for you, the listener, to get involved, send me a question or something you want some more clarity about. Today, I want to share something that I get asked all the time. This is something that comes almost daily, weekly, all the time. People ask, how do I grow my customer service efforts without getting more headcount? This is something that I shared just a little bit earlier. And like I said before, if you collaborate with folks in your organization, who can possibly lend a hand, that is the best way to do this. Because I get it. I've talked to HR departments. I've, you know, had those those struggles. And and that happens all the time. When I was at Cabela's, we had this challenge where there was only three of us on the social media team. And yet we had about 3 million social followers at the time. And hundreds of messages were coming in every week. Now, that was not peak season. So as a retailer, when we hit Q4, that only increases. After partnering with customer support, we were able to bridge the gap and really created a huge benefit to them because then they could have a strong pulse on what customers were talking about at scale and they could inform their efforts for phone calls and emails coming through. I'd also recommend using tools like Zendesk or Sprout Social. I'm a huge fan of Sprout Social and a brand ambassador for them. And main thing is just making sure you have the right tools in place. Some people try to hack it together if you're focused on social media and Facebook and Twitter and you're trying to answer all those messages natively on those websites, it just doesn't work. You can't do that. You've got to get a tool. A little bit of an investment, but a huge payoff. Well, thank you for listening to episode four of the Marketing Trust podcast. Today, we talked about customer service and how you can infuse more marketing trust with your customers. If you ever have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover, sure to email me at adam at adamcbcannon.com. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and download previous episodes to learn about influencer marketing and the episode three that actually been getting some good feedback on also was uh, about live video and how to incorporate that in your business to infuse more trust. Thanks for listening and have an awesome day. This has been another episode of the Marketing Trust Podcast, where I help you infuse more trust with your customers to help grow your business. I'm Adam Buchanan, and I want to thank you for listening.